Good morning and thank you for tuning in to the Automation Morning Show for Monday, February 27th, 2023. My name is Sean Tierney and this is episode 40, which is pretty cool. I mean, not many podcasts make it to episode 40, even podcasts from big, you know, Fortune 100 companies. So um, we're excited that we made it this far, uh, excited to wrap up our second full month of bringing you daily automation news and tips. And uh, with that, let's go ahead and get started and see what's new in industrial automation for today. And first up, we have a press release from Advantech about their UTC 500, and they just added two new models to it, a new 15.6 inch display and a 21.5 inch display. So if you're using the UTC 500 series, you now have two new options. From there, we'll go to a new article from Snyder Electric, and this one talks about their Harmony devices and how they can foster productivity. Now, I thought it was a good article, but you know, I hadn't seen this product from them, and I actually reached out to them to see if I could get them on the podcast. Um, so I also included a link to the brochure for this product line, and this product uses a Zigbee technology that allows you to have a wireless uh, battery-less push button, right? So pressing the button actually energizes it and allows it to send a Zigbee pulse uh, via wireless to your control system. And I thought this was cool. Now, this is not good for any type of critical or safety application. But if you think of the application where you have somebody on a forklift, they have to get off to press the door open or close button, now they can have a, a wireless push button with them, industrial wireless push button, that they can do that operation with and speed up the time it takes for him to get in and out of the building or get between buildings. And the, the cool thing is if there was some interference, right? And then he would just go back to the old way of getting off the forklift and pressing the button. But um, so in non-critical situations like that, it really can increase productivity. So I thought it was pretty cool. Hopefully we'll get him on the uh, podcast. And from there, next up, we have an article from ABB. They're predicting the top three trends in robotics for 2023. Now we've looked at many articles like this from other vendors, and I'm not gonna go through the whole thing, but let's take a look at what their top three uh, predictions are. Number one is demand for robots will increase. Um, we saw a huge increase in 2022, so that's not much of a stretch there. Number two is AI and new autonomous technology will make robots easier to use etc. And, you know, we've talked about that quite a bit too, as some of the new technologies and initiatives out there. So not a stretch either. And number three, this one's a little bit more, uh, you know, kind of like continuous improvement. We're always talking about industry and educators trying to equip our workers with new skills. And here they're talking about uh, equipping uh, workers with the ability to work more efficiently with robots, you know, safely with robots, and maybe even learning how to program and set them up. So those are their three uh, predicted trends. Next, we have another article from ABB. This one's about continuous monitoring, but it's not about like a big assets, like a large motor. It's uh, actually about monitor continuously monitoring your data center. So ABB has software and services that does that. So if you have an industrial automation data center and you wanna keep uh, continuously monitor that separate from what your IT is doing over on the IT network, then uh, you may wanna check out this article. From there, we have a new article from BNR. This is one of two application stories they have out today. Uh, the first one talks about taking 30 milliseconds out of a cycle time to make a part. Um, you know, I think they were taking the cycle time down from 150 milliseconds 
to 120 milliseconds. And they use some very interesting technology here called the reaction uh, feature that allows their actuators to actually adjust on the fly without having to go through a, a scan of the PLC code. So I thought it was a very interesting article as well as their next article, which is about a, a project they did with a tunnel over in Europe. And uh, this tunnel sees, I think it's like six trains every hour. Like I think there's four cargo and two passenger trains every hour that goes through this thing. And uh, BNR was a major player uh, providing products for this, including over 100 PLCs for the automation and control of the tunnel. So I thought it was very interesting. A lot of people don't realize there's a lot of automation in tunnels um, and bridges, and you often find PLCs there. So I thought this was another interesting read that I wanted to share with you this morning. From there, we'll go over to our product spotlight. Today, I'm spotlighting my AB PLC Basics Level 1 and 2 course. You can pick this course up for $99 or just the Level 1 for $50 or the first edition for $29. And of course, you can always upgrade if you buy one and want to go up in level or go up to a new bundle. You can always uh, upgrade for the difference in price. But uh, this is a great course if you have some technicians or electricians who need to get up to speed on PLCs. Maybe you have some Allen Bradley PLCs in your facility and you have some guys who have never programmed or even looked at a PLC program before, maybe only once or twice. This is a great course. I go through what a bit is, what a byte is, what a word is, actually how ladder logic works and the scan and the PLC works. And um, I want to thank uh, Rakesh for his great comments. He just completed the course uh, last night and uh, left some uh, great comments at the end of the course. And I just want to thank him for... Uh, first kind words about the course it is um it is uh, been you know we've had thousands of people go through this course and we're averaging 4.7 out of five stars which is really high and uh, if you do pick up this course you get the next one i filmed this summer completely free so um in any case that's our spotlight product for today from there we're going to go over to our pub crawl and we found a few new manuals today first up is a new updated panel view plus 800 user manual and next we have a updated high availability reference manual from Rockwell. Now, uh, just to uh, translate this, this is like the redundancy manual for the 5580 line of controllers. So we used to just have one redundancy reference manual and now they have different ones. This one is specific to the 5580 controllers. So from there, we'll go over to a new brochure and selection guide from Siemens on their industrial wireless LAN products. And they also have a new selection guide for their um, managed Ethernet switches. They sent us a sample, which is right here. So if you're looking for a managed switch, you can see all the different models they have there. And this has, you know, really a table, you know, describing each one and showing, uh, you know, what features and function each has, how many ports and whatnot. So handy document to have if you're using these switches. And from there, now I'm not familiar with this product, but this is, it looks like their CNC controller or a similar type of machining controller. And uh, this is what they call their Psi Numeric 1. So we have a new brochure on that. Now from there, I want to go over to our audio video file of the day. We're featuring a video that I released on Friday afternoon. It's called How to Export, Edit, and Import Tags in Factory Talk View Studio. So we covered this in a previous morning show, and now that's been separated and released as its own standalone video. From there, I want to go over to a new tech tip. So let me alt tab over to my VMware here. And um, I'm in Factortalk View SE. And uh, I saw a question come in on one of the forums I follow that uh, was asking, hey, when I select on a numeric 
display. I get the choice down here of back color, border style, and different, different graphical settings that I don't get under numeric input. And it's really frustrating me because I need to change how it looks. And so a lot of people don't realize this because this is different than a lot of other software packages. But with Factory Talk VSC and RSV32, its predecessor, you set these uh, those features on those numeric input and string inputs under display settings, okay? And that's under the behavior tab, okay? And so what this does is this gives you a common look and feel for any of the input fields on that display or screen. Now, you can use this button here set as default to make that the default for all the new displays or screens in your project. But in any case, let's go ahead and change the fill here. I'm going to change it to, we'll just do something obnoxious like green. And I'll click on OK. You can see they both changed. You have a numeric input here and a string input here. So that's done on the display settings, not over here in the properties. And so let me go ahead and run this. Now, when Rockwell borrowed my uh, my filler animation, they actually re-tagged all the tags to a PLC. So we'll get some errors. We'll see that ghosted there. But uh, regardless of that, you'll see here now each of these fields have a green look. And one of the things here is you can see the selected is yellow. I changed that as well. And uh, you get that kind of common look and feel for all the input values across your entire display. And that makes sense to me because, you know, let's say I put in an invalid number here, minus five. I made this tags minimum zero. When I hit enter, you can see it went red, right? Now, if for this numeric input, it went red. And for another in numeric input, it went orange. You know, it may be confusing to the operator to see two different colors for an invalid input, right? The same thing for which one I have selected, right? So if I have, let me uh, set this back to a value here. You can see that updated pretty quick because I had to change the display settings. By default, it comes at a one second update. And I tell my students this both in my Panel View Plus course and my VSC course. One second is way too slow. You're going to have the operators breaking your displays if you leave it at one second. You got to ramp it up. I typically will not have any uh, graphic displays in my project that update slower than a quarter second. Otherwise, if they're not seeing a one second you know, turnaround time when they press a button, then they start hitting things multiple times. So that's been my experience. But I think in this case, I have this at 50 milliseconds. But uh, that aside here, you can see that by having the highlight color change to yellow, it gives me this common look and feel throughout the entire screen. So I know which field I'm selected on, you know, and, and uh, all of these numeric and string inputs share that setting. So to me, it makes sense. I do agree that it is kind of limiting and there's ways to get around that by just changing the back color to whatever you want. Like if you want it just to blend in, you can make it gray. Like I have this gray uh, object here behind it. So um, you can do that too. But in any case, I did want to answer the question that came in where somebody was saying, hey, when I select a numeric or string display, I can change some of its graphic properties here, like its back color and whatnot. But when I do it for inputs, I can't. And so that's the answer to that question. And with that, that's the end of this tech tip. So with that, let's go ahead and alt tab back to what's new. And from here, I like to go to our community corner and wish you all a very happy birthday. Whether you had your birthday over the weekend or your birthday is today, I just want to wish you a very happy birthday. Hope you have a great time. Hope you get to spend it with family and friends. Now, if you're connected with me on LinkedIn and you have your birthday in your profile, you'll show up on my birthday celebration list. So I want to wish all of my connections who have a birthday today or over the weekend a very happy birthday, including Denny, Trevor, Dallas, Rick P. Hey, Rick, hope everything's going well. I haven't talked to you in a while, but hope things are well. 
Um, Harry, Alex, Antonio, Rahul, Ibrahim, Gary, Victor, Al, uh, Bosco, Dustin, Stephen, Kyle, Taylor, Justin, Bilal, Daniel, Louis, Mustafa, Lanessa, Enrique, Simon, Edgar, Dilwar, Ken H. Hey, Ken. I worked with Ken for many years. Happy birthday, Ken. Hope all is well. Um, Dale, Marvin, Courtney, Dale, Suni, Taylor, and that's it. So a lot of names today because it does include the weekend. So that's three days worth of birthdays. But I did want to wish you all a very happy birthday. Hope you have an awesome day today. Now with that, I'd like to go over to our community site. And that is automation.locals.com. And here is where you can follow everything we do completely free. And if you want to post questions, answer questions, send me messages, you can do so starting for just the price of one cup of coffee a month. And from there, I like to remind folks that if you think I missed some news, please feel free to submit it to me using this form here. And if you're a vendor or talking to your vendors, please ask them to consider sponsoring our show so we can bring you even more free news and tech tips. And with that, i just like to remind everybody at the end of every show that every link that I talked about is at automate.news. And once this video is done and we get it uploading, we go over to the automation blog and start working on the daily article that is a companion to this video. And here you'll find uh, all the links as well with pictures from each thing we talk about. But you'll also find an ad-free copy of the video with closed captioning. So if you're someplace where you can't uh, listen to the video, you can get the automatic uh, closed captioning here. And then um, you'll also find all the destinations we're sending this to via the audio edition. So you can find it on iTunes, Google, Pandora, Spotify, and many more places. And with that, I just want to thank you all for taking some time out of your busy Monday to spend it with me to look at what's new in industrial automation. And I want to wish you all a very safe, happy, and healthy day. And until next time, my friends, peace.